you wouldn't believe it, listeners. I used to be big into tap dancing, man. I, I was a, a good little shuffler. I always struggled meeting girls, even though I'm an extremely handsome dude. But um, thank you. And what? so what I did was I thought, I'm not meeting any women. So I need to find the groups that have got the most women in. Tap yep. dancing was it. Boom. Only guy Quite in the class. And, and and how did you go? What was your success rate there? Well, they were quite old, so I didn't really. Yeah. <laughs> By about 35, 40 years. Yeah. So, it wasn't, so it wasn't very good. But I learned how to shuffle. Uh, <laughs> so quite a low success rate. Yeah, don't go, mate. Pick something else. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, kia ora listeners, welcome to another episode of Music, Movies and Madness. Um, in this episode, um, we're going to be doing uh, something slightly different. It's a year, but not a full year. We're going to be doing 2022 half-year review. Um, and joining the usual crew of David, Ian, Martin and myself, we have our second special guest. Um, we've got David Hernan joining us live Ooh. from Tawa. Good to be here. Besides being my nephew, David also <laughs> shares our passion for music and movies. And like Ian and Martin, David performs in a number of choirs and school productions, as well as playing a mean piano as well. A <laughs> um, little bit, a little bit. Martin and oh, yeah. Ian, I didn't realize Martin and Ian were in school production still. No, no. I mean... Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I try not to hang around the schools these much these Someone days. Yeah. Um... No, <laughs> it's probably because of his own set problems, you know. There is some words I'd like to say, but I can't say them because we're, you know, box Family yeah. show. Family show, that's right. Family and, show. And, 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 you guys, I do have one of my family members here, my nephew. Um, yeah, so just behave yourselves, eh? Be nice. <laughs> Be nice, agreed. We um, always are. We're nice guys. Yeah, so um, David, how old are you? And, and... I, I've i just turned 17 a couple of days ago. And... Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, you. happy birthday, man. 17, you know what I mean, eh? <laughs> Dancing you are, queen. Exactly. Oh, well done! You passed the first test, David. <laughs> there you go. You've just you've just mentioned David's favourite band. Second, second. <laughs> Kylie Minogue and ABBA. Yeah, there we go. That's right. And um, well, it, it seems that most of us, as you can see, probably in your in your video there, David, yeah. we're not exactly. Super young guys, um, but we're not old either. Um, oh, you so don't look a day just... over twenty. Oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah, like yeah. this guy. It's, got... <laughs> it's the um, it's the filters that I've put on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody good, so, aren't they? <laughs> so I, I thought it'd be quite good to get like some youth views. I know that sounds so bad and so patronising, but yeah. <laughs> quite good to actually have some more yarns um and david and i yarn all the time about music and stuff and 
pop culture and all sorts of stuff. So I thought, well, you know, why don't you come and join us on the show? And why, what better year to choose than 2022? Because it scares the bejeebas out of the others. <laughs> Good Lord, it was true. It was a nightmare. Why was it? Why was it a nightmare? I had to outsource the whole. What, what do I do, guys? I got I got quite a good response actually on our Facebook page, and even still, I found it really challenging. Partly mm. because we're only halfway through the year, but also on the, on the movie front, um, yeah, I I like I didn't try. I watched fair share of movies this year, but they were just rubbish. <laughs> Clearly, the wrong I... ones. I had a I had a great time. I thought it was amazing. Because you were the one that was most worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only joking. I hated it. You <laughs> <laughs> suck, eh? I suck. Yeah. Oh well. How did you go, Martin? Um, no, I, I actually really enjoyed it. I think there's actually been um some really good albums that have come out this year. What I would say, which I find quite weird is a lot of them are like new albums by artists that I've already done reviews of in, in the podcast. So I found like at least like four four of them that I was kind of like skimming through and I was like, hang on a second, I've done one of her albums, I've done their album, I've done their album, I've done one of their... So it actually kind of limited me down. But um, no, I'm, I'm feeling good. Um, I've got an album for tonight. Yeah, I've, yeah. Got some, I've got some tunes as well, which is pretty good. Um, and David, how did... And this is to David H now. David H, how did you end up getting into music so much? Um, probably through like the high influence of my family, because I come from quite a musical background. And so I think just just waking up and hearing music down the hall, just that influence at school really got me into what, music. What what are some of your earliest memories? Oh, a couple of them would be telling my sister to shut up because she'd be singing, <laughs> just blaringly singing down the hallway and, you know, I'd wake up to a high-pitched noise going through my earlobes. And, Katy Perry? Um, <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, my ears are bleeding. Stop. I feel, I feel yeah. for you. I feel for you, mate. <laughs> no, but you come to enjoy it. Um, And we used to have a keyboard out in the living room and I used to... I think maybe when I was two or three, come out, you know, give it a smack and and sit down on it and such. And I think mm. that was that was the start of me getting into music. Who influenced you to sort of play piano and get into that sort of stuff? Oh, yeah, definitely my sister as well. Um, oh, okay. She played it quite a lot up until 14. And so I could just hear that as well as, you know, the screeching from down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. Nice. And you let me guess, you were like, I could do so much better than here. Yeah, 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 yeah. and I did, and, yeah. and I definitely did. <laughs> and you know, all the all the cool kids play piano, right, rather than guitar. Yeah. You know, of course, of course. Uh, incorrect. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, <'cause> you, <laughs> you can take a piano down to the beach on a hot summer's night when there's some nice, nice um company with you, right, Arden? <laughs> 40, but, it, it, but, 40. but it's not just the keyboards um, that you've been playing around with. I mean, you actually, last year we had the um, Tower College school production and oh, yeah. I, you had like a leading role in it. And I was blown away by um, how you were able to just get up there and dance and sing. And I was like, holy moly, it was quite, I was blown away. 
Yeah, it was quite terrifying because originally I didn't want a lead role in the production. I went there just to be a little background person that's, you know, having a little dance. But uh, during the audition, they said that I would get a main role and I was quite surprised by that as well. Awesome. Oh, yeah. That's nice. great. Yeah, the full package, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Ian used to do a lot of that um, back in the day, um, David. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, some of his experiences. I, yeah, man, I used to do a lot of. Uh, I got involved in amateur dramatic, dramatics, so we used to do. I used to really like musicals, so stuff like, or uh, well, anything musical really. But my favourite period probably like the forties, thirties, forties, singing in the rain, guys and dolls, Hello Dolly, mm. that sort of stuff. Just um, yeah, and I got quite big, quite big into. You wouldn't believe it listeners but because i know i'm a real hard dude i come across as that but <laughs> oh, yeah I don't know. All, all the guys are laughing but uh i used to be big into tap dancing man i i was a, a good little shuffler i could shuffle here and shuffle there when shuffle off you, the buffalo when did that happen i was eight uh well i was i think it was about 17 when i started it was in wellington island bay yeah wow. yeah, yeah yeah i remember Mm. No, I, I don't remember that at all. I don't think I told that many people. No. no. I think I would have mocked you. <laughs> I think I would have mocked you. I was, I was uh, super intelligent, David. So what I did is I, I always struggled meeting girls, even though I'm an extremely handsome dude. But um, Thank you. And what, so what I did was I thought, I'm not meeting any women, so I need to find the groups that have got the most women in. And yoga wasn't really a thing back then, so tap yep. dancing was it. Boom. Only guy Quite in the class. Smart. Thank and, you. And, and how did you go? What was your success rate there? Well, they were quite old, so I didn't really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By about 35, 40 years. Yeah. So, it wasn't, so it wasn't very good. But <laughs> I learned how to shuffle. Um. <laughs> So quite a low success rate. Yeah, don't go, mate. Pick something else. Yeah. <laughs> and through the beauty of editing, we shall change that part of the program. Oh, oh no, that no, was no, actually that was quite, yeah, sweet. that was quite delightful. It's yeah. a true life experience. That yeah. yeah. And um, do you play in the school band, David, or has that been uh, outsourced these days? Multiple. Um. There's, I play in a jazz band. I play saxophone for um, a jazz band and a concert band. And yeah, I don't know if you consider that a band fully, but. Yeah, totally. So how did you learn to play? Like, did you, do you have lessons for, for all your instruments or you self-taught or do you play by oh, ear? Oh, yeah. Um, our school provides a lot of the lessons for like saxophone and singing and guitar and all that. So I just picked it up through there mm -hmm. and yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Nice. Yeah, multi-instrumental. Yeah, so, yeah the, school, the school's got quite a big sort of music reputation as well as um, now Now we've recently included, um, uh, you know, drive-bys and, um, oh, yeah, and some, other, some other events <laughs> now. So we're really quite a hip school now. Yeah. Really you should be up the SI rating. <laughs> For the yeah. listeners out there who don't know what Glenn's on about, would you like to explain, Glenn? Oh, we recently had a couple of security incidents, um, and it really was quite unusual for this, 
towers are fairly um, quiet sort of neighbourhood. And, you know, to have those sort of things. lockdowns in the span of, like, three days. It was ridiculous. Gangster. You guys gangster down there, man. If you want to move to tower, down in the hood, don't move to tower. Nothing but trouble. And on your playlist, do you have Gangster's Paradise? Do you sing that one? Been spending most of their lives. Yeah, I think so. You do that one. Don't know all the words, but. I can yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, how do you feel about hip-hop, David? It's all right. I don't know. It depends on the song. I'm not really too picky on a genre, I'd say. What's What would you listen to most of at the age of 17? Genre? Um, quite a lot of indie. Quite a lot of indie. Okay. Indie pop mostly, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Old or new? Oh, uh, definitely new, yeah. New indie pop? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not too picky though. Mm, if okay. it sounds good, it sounds good. You said like your house was like full of music when you were younger as well. Like what what kind of music were like your parents playing? You know, did, did we... um, I'd say it was mostly classical as well. Oh, well, apart from my dad, which was very very disco um, from time to time. But yeah, yeah mostly classical yeah. music. Yeah, that's so true, Uncle Fran. <laughs> Oh, don't be letting out! Don't be letting out the family secrets. <laughs> he could we, be listening. We, we've always teased. We, to be fair, we've always teased him about that though, and he he just goes, "I don't care, I love it," and he just yeah, it's hilarious. He, he, he owns it. He owns it totally. Eh? Yeah, it's so funny to watch. <laughs> and and how did you find out about like back in the day? Um, how did we find out about music uh, that we liked? Um, there was uh, our parents. That was obviously quite a big thing because I grew up with the super sounds of the 70s and um, then the new wave 80s stuff. And then eventually... Mates, mates, mates to start with, wasn't it? Like at school, I remember in at Capity Primary School having conversations around albums and like form one and two. Yeah. What's, what's coming out? I think Rag, for me... Magazines, <clears throat> sort of thing. I think for me, I'm, I'm, just so you know, David, I'm originally from the UK. So for me, I think TV was a huge part of it as well. We had so many more kind of music shows. I mean, in the UK, we had things like Top of the Pops, but, you know, um, it was just like, there was like three or four main big music shows every week that would like play all the latest releases and things that were coming out. Even there was an album chart show, you know, the chances of getting an album chart show on TV now would be like absolute zero. But mm. back then it was a thing. Um, but- Solid gold. Did you guys have solid gold? Um, I, vague, I vaguely remember it, but the main one I remember is RTR, Ready to Roll Countdown. Oh, RTR six was o'clock. quite cool. That was six quite o'clock. Cool. Yeah. Six yeah, o'clock yeah. on Saturday was compulsory viewing. No, no, okay, so David, you've got to do this for your father's benefit, right? You've got to um, uh, uh, jump on YouTube and look up uh, Solid Gold Countdown. It was a show, an American show, I think, that we went out everywhere and it was massive in the late 70s early 80s big disco influence the big okay. mirror balls big mirror balls on the ceilings everyone's in flares um it was amazing but you know um you had to be there kind of thing because <laughs> now it's pretty tragic yeah. I, I, remember, I remember the solid gold dancers yes that's why yeah. I thought you must have had the Martin over in the UK solid gold no we had uh see on top of the box there was pans people Pan's people were their group of dancers, and yeah, they used to turn oh, every week. Yeah. And, and 
you knew it was a good week if if the dance actually in some way actually kind of related to the song because most times it didn't it was completely like arbitrary and they they'd be kind of swinging their arms in the air and stuff but you know and it would be some sad song about you know like michael jackson singing about his dead rat or something you know so it was like it was <laughs> it was pretty random at times yeah yeah um um david you won't know what rtr is um RTR no, was, no. no what we did i think was gonna... yeah i think we should nickname david dh just to clarify yeah dh and dave are you struck by the end I think it, I am, but uh, you know that's because I, I think our listeners might as well when we're saying David. Uh, and Dave. Yeah. Okay. DH. Dave H. <laughs> <laughs> um, RTR was this half-hour show, and they had snippets of songs, and it was a countdown. I think at the top twenty countdown of songs um, from the New Zealand charts, and they would play new songs that came out that week and um chart songs that have moved up the rankings quite a bit and then the number one song got a full earring um okay. and that was compulsory viewing in my house so eh? it was <laughs> it was essential it was but the only time i think in the week that the news got like booted off a eh? it was yeah. like damn so it's kind of was... like mtv like how it had the top 50 charts and it would just play throughout the day we never had that 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 was our kind of I suppose that was our our media platform, wasn't it? That was our music platform to get into whatever was coming out, man. It was kind of nostalgic and pretty old school, bro. But yeah, yeah. was was all right. I think I MTV as well, for certainly in the UK, it didn't really take off until probably the nineties. By which time, like all the cool stuff had kind of finished, really, and it had kind of got mm. onto like playing the same like four Janet Jackson songs like over and over and over again, like every hour on yeah. the hour kind of thing, which is what, um, you know, it's kind of like these days, it's less Janet Jackson, but um, I hope so. Maybe well, we, we, we never got MTV here, did we? Did we ever get MTV here? Uh, no. There was, only on, on the, on the um, what do you call it, the cable TV network um, back in the 80s or 90s when Sky first sort of landed we had there was an mtv channel yeah i do remember that yeah yeah i didn't watch a lot of tv i was always on my guitar i was busy on the guitar learning to be yeah Mm. yeah yeah fair call so um without sounding too patronizing dave h how did the how did the kids hear about new music these days um it's kind of a range i suppose um there's there's TV, as always. Um, you can see that through Netflix. The new uh, Stranger Things, the new season, came out. And mm. they recently played a Kate Bush song, and it got to the top of the charts within, like, a week or something ridiculous like that. Mm. So there's still TV. Right. Oh, brilliant. And they're still influenced through that. But you can kind of see social media becoming a part of how we discover and solidify new music. Um there's a lot of like like the app TikTok. It just you just get blasted by random pieces of music while scrolling through, and and those become like increasingly popular. It's quite interesting. It's it's interesting you brought that up. So TikTok's kind of the I I, I see it as the opposite of podcasts. <laughs> podcasts are kind of long format, even sort of you know twenty minutes is considered long format considered compared to a TikTok. 
yeah. release right so tiktok maybe a minute if you even 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 that so that short format kind of stuff what is it like how do albums sort of play into that Are albums a thing for younger people these days or is it is it very much the singles i feel charts, like singles are a lot more popular like to the point where people are skipping through some like points in the single just to get to the part they heard on the tiktok so it's not even the whole single right yeah yeah (laughs) but uh, people definitely use tiktok as a way of advertising like their new albums and such and yeah and it can become a way of marketing that album get a good hook in there right get a good write a good Mm. hook so yeah definitely so i've got to ask like do you actually own a cd or a record Oh, don't do this to me. I don't think I do. Um, <laughs> wow. No, that's, I've, I've, that's really, you know, that's the, I guess for us, that's kind of like, feels kind of weird, but I totally get it from, from your perspective. Yeah. Um, you know, now we're coming into like this resurgence of, of like physical media, like, you know, vinyls coming back and, and CDs yeah. are starting to come back and things like that. Do you think it's something you would get into or, or do you think, nah, it's not for me. I'll stick with Spotify and rest and streaming and. I mean, as someone who's quite broke at the moment, who doesn't have a job, I'd say that it's definitely not something for me at the moment. But I don't know. Um, people people are purchasing vinyls and CDs and such for more aesthetic nowadays than anything else. So I, I don't see myself getting into it personally, but I definitely see other people that could find it as a hobby. Yeah, it's bloody expensive. It is. Mm. Yeah. One... So- We've all got jobs, but we're all still poor. So, <laughs> one 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 album, one L, um, vinyl LP could probably. What does a Spotify account cost? Does anyone know? About fourteen dollars a month. Fourteen bucks uh, a 40, month. Fourteen, yeah, fourteen dollars a month. Yeah. Fourteen dollars a month. So a whole year's about one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Yep. So one hundred fifty bucks will buy you if you're lucky three albums, three records. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a whole year's worth of unlimited music pretty much i certainly yeah. pay for the premium um yeah and when i know my brother he pays for the apple equivalent um um yeah I, for me personally as being a music fan um i think it's money well spent personally mm. yeah totally but it's quite a strange though david you know um you don't see when you're like at the moment with school holidays and you see the kids in town and the teenagers, they're all flocking into town at the moment to do stuff. Yeah. Um, how many of them are actually wearing either a vintage T-shirt from uh, or a, basically a band that was around way, way before, even before we were born in time, so, you yeah. know, bands like the Beatles, Pink Floyd and the Stones, eh? Um yeah, it's um, you see all of these things. Um, I've walked past someone today, and they the girl had a Sex Pistols t shirt on. Yeah. And the question I've got is, are they actually into this stuff, or they just like the t shirts? <laughs> I'd say it's 50 50. Some people have no idea what's going on, have no idea who these people are, and just like it because it looks good on a t shirt. Like, I have a friend that like owns a michael jackson t-shirt from a concert from like 1997 or something stupid like that and i i don't think he even listens to michael jackson half the time (laughs) Uh, like the past is becoming more of an aesthetic than a um than a that's so that's so something to enjoy (laughs) that's that's such a good example isn't it really because 
why else would you be into Michael Jackson if it wasn't the music? Well, I, yeah. I, I find that really interesting because, like, what you were saying earlier about the Stranger Things. <laughs> oh, David, kind of sorry, thing. that's really wrong. Oh, oh so wrong. Such a oh, bit wrong. Such a bit wrong. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, oh, I was going to say, like, quiet on this. The whole um, thing you mentioned earlier about Stranger Things and the Kate Bush thing. I know that they did a Metallica song as well, right? On the, on the finale yeah. or something. And now Metallica's yeah. like blown up and, and gone huge as well. Yeah. But all of like the old school Metallica fans apparently have been like kind of gatekeeping it and, and we're, we're posting comments online saying, oh, you know, these kids, they don't know Metallica like we know Metallica yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And the band have come out and said, well, actually, you know, what you're doing? Like, this is for everyone, you know? If, if yeah, you I can, saw that. It yeah. doesn't matter if you've been a fan for 30 years or, or like 30 minutes like get on board and you know enjoy the music yeah yeah i think they're right on this i don't normally say metallica's right on stuff (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) with the young ones again (laughs) Um, but you know um yeah they just um i've lost train of what i was gonna say that's because you're old (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and you listen to too much Metallica. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's right yeah yeah when a few david h for me playing and blasting out metallica at this house um i don't know i must be old too i can't really remember that's more it's more <laughs> it's a party than anything oh, else it's a great party <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's funny because um, so many of these bands, like when we were at school, weren't cool. And now suddenly, you know, I'm sure Pink Floyd could fill a stadium full of young people just for the T-shirt sales alone. Oh, Pink Floyd, <laughs> Pink Floyd, the big Rick Astley, come on. The elephant in the room, Rick Astley. He was, he, in fact, Kate Bush has got nothing on Rick. Rick. I mean, when you think about it, he's he's had a whole second career. Do you, do you know who he is, David H? I could name one of his songs, and that's only because of oh, because of the Rick Rolls. That's okay. So, so could we. We could only that's name one of his songs. Cool. <laughs> David <laughs> Chan does have all of his albums, I think. He's, I, I've seen him. I, I, yeah, no, I, I do. Um, but he can he eats very well off that one album and does, does extremely well. Exactly. And he's aged really well, too. Yeah, but he's, he made a comeback. Yeah. Might have been a bit of a piss take, but it's still a comeback. <laughs> all right. I suppose we should actually start talking about some of the ones that we've all liked this year. So I suppose we should ask our guest first. What what sort of stuff has um oh got your interest or attention this year that you've liked, David? And it, it can exactly it may not be an album. Uh, it could be songs. Um. I've I've really been listening to a couple artists. One of them being um, I don't know if you've heard of them or not. Their name's Joji, and they're quite popular among the youth, I'd say. We're <laughs> um, <laughs> young. How do you spell it? J O J I. Says a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I got Google. I find it particularly interesting because he. He started his career started out as like he was he was on YouTube making just edgy jokes and you know was particularly looked down upon by by a lot of people simply for what he mm-hmm. was saying. But he slowly transitioned into music, um, because he'd produced little songs during his YouTube skits and stuff. And 
and he's become quite popular because of it and and it's progressively become more and more serious songs and and people just seem to like them which is quite interesting but if you, no, his, if you had to recommend a song what what would for us to put on the playlist what would it be um definitely slow Dan- dancing in the dark because that's well that's one of his most popular ones and it's mostly how he he got to the fame to where he was American artist. Um, yeah. I'll search that up for you right now, actually. Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's he's an American rapper. Oh, he's also Japanese. American yeah, Japanese. Yeah, you can rapper. see that. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like he's <laughs> Japanese. He looks a bit goth, to be honest. In my, in our days, he would have been goth. Yeah. He's, at, at his, yeah. He's old. He's old, man. He's twenty nine. Yeah. He's a little bit old. <laughs> He's old. I, th- I thought you were going for someone younger than that. <laughs> I didn't actually know that. Yeah, he's quite old. Maybe he's not cool, huh? He's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We need, no. we need We need. to have a listen is what we need to do. We yeah, absolutely. Right. Joji is so last month. <laughs> right. Well, um, you hang out. You do a uh, lot of music teaching, Martin, with people. What a- do you know what? Like this year, the ones that have been really popular thing, um, and I thought it was because of this advert, but no, apparently it's the thing, and I, I thought it was because of an advert. It's the sea shanty thing. I'm getting loads of kids coming up wanting to learn, you know, what should we do with the drunken sailor type songs? And I'm like, where's that come from? And then I go on YouTube and they say, like, look up this one. And I go on it. And again, like, 17 billion hits and it's like where has that come from i hate to say but that was last year as well that was that was a last year there you go right the fact that people are requesting it is an interesting one yeah yeah oh gosh you can't beat a good sea shanty 
if you can say yeah, it. You're, 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 you're probably right. I went to what? a show recently of Sea Shanties and they turned it into like a concept sort of album story and it was really quite cool, eh? Of course it was. Um, yeah. Um, and and maybe, what else have you guys been listening to? David H? Oh, what else have I been listening to? Um, quite a lot of Spacey Jane, which is an Australian artist who's coming to Wellington in a couple, oh, I'd say in about three weeks. So I've just been listening to their stuff. So I actually like know what's going on during the concert. Cool. Where, my where are they playing? Uh, Shed 6. Oh, Wellington. yeah. Oh, they're from Perth. They're from yeah. Frio. Fremantle. Yeah. Nice. Aussies. Aussie indie rock band. Nice. Put some strips on the barbie, mate. Totally. It hasn't got what? any better, Ian. Your accent hasn't got any better, and this is like a week or two since I dropped that clanger last time. Put some riffs on the guitar, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, David, <laughs> so, David, just ignore him. Um, Spacey yeah. Jane, yeah. Um, you got a top, track, a top track for us? Oh, um, I'd say uh, Lots of Nothing by Spacey Jane. A mustache. <laughs> and what's wrong with that? No, yeah, no, that means that means he's cool. The singer of uh, oh, Space right. Jane. I thought, meant, I thought you meant me. No, I'm talking about Caleb from Space oh, Jane. Right. Oh, oh right. thank you. No, I'm miles behind, obviously. He's got a mustache. That's pretty cool. Is mm, he yeah, good stash. Good stash. You can't beat that. How old is he? Him? Twenty nine. Well, doesn't say, but I'm looking no. at the pics, Mum. So I'm going for about thirty. Yeah. <laughs> 
that was that was always the sort of the case. The bands that we liked when we were teenagers were in their twenties or late twenties. Can I just say though, David, they're pretty much closer to our age than yours. Oh, yeah. I doubt that. Get, get off our music. Get pretty close. To- <laughs> get off our music. I don't even never heard of these guys. I'm hardly going to claim them. <laughs> Spacey, Jane, and Joji. Goji, Joji, Joji, Joji. Joji. Gatekeeping them before you even know them. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm just. I'm going to be wearing a t-shirt of Spacey Jane tomorrow. <laughs> I have no idea who they are. Oh, well, Mike, we should Mike. go and get tickets for it, David Chan. Let's Mike, go. Michael Jackson guy. <laughs> I mean, we were quite, David H and I were quite disappointed. We actually both had um, unconnected. Um, we both got tickets to go and see Rex Orange County at the MFC, the Michael Fowler Centre, but that got cancelled this week. Mm. Um, and I was really, really hanging out to go and see that, which was... Yeah damn disappointing yeah it was so like it was so what's it called he didn't give like a a full reason for why he was cancelling the tour either Mm, yeah it was just like unexpected occurrences or something like that Mm. yeah he's definitely one to check out i quite like his stuff Mm. martin what have you been listening to that you'd like to share with us from 2022 half year Okay. Well, do you know what? It's I'm kind of cheating a little bit. It was the album was originally released in November 21, but it didn't get an international release until 22. Oh, so, that, that so, still counts. That so counts. I'm going with that. I'm going with that. So yeah, I'm, going, totally. I'm actually going with the new Lady Hawk album. And, oh, yeah. um, nice. It's she's someone's kind of been on my radar. I liked the first album. I kind of like went off the boil on the second album a bit. But um, I heard, and ironically as well, it, it was the it was actually hearing a couple of the singles from this album that, that convinced me to go out and buy it. Um, and um, really, really enjoying it. It's a great upbeat album. It's got a very kind of, um, it's definitely like a, a big 80s influence on it as well. The album's called Time Flies. Um, and um, the song that kind of hooked me in and got me straight away is a, is a track called Think About You. And um, I think we're going to play a little snippet of it right now. Think about you. Think about you. Yeah. I'm not a girl, you know. But I can let it go.
about you by Lady Hawk. Um, yeah, it, it's just a cool little album, um, and uh, it's the first um, it's the first Kiwi artist album that I've reviewed actually on the show. I feel quite shameful oh, about really? that. So yeah. I'm, I'm quite grateful that you know I've got the chance to kind of finally do it. Um, yeah, um, it, it's an interesting one in the um, in terms of the background for the album. Um, Lady Hook, she moved back to New Zealand from Los Angeles in 2016 uh, and got married and gave birth to her daughter. Uh, but months after giving birth, she suffered from postpartum depression and oh, she was also cool. diagnosed with melanoma. So mm. you would expect this yeah. album to be a real downer of an album um, and quite a, a somber album, but mm. it's not. It, it's actually, you know, in tip of the hat to her, full, full game to her, in that she's managed to, although she does, doesn't kind of shy away from those topics on the album, she, uh, she brings a lot of positivity to it, and, and the album as a whole feels very upbeat, and, and as I say, it's, got a, it's definitely got an 80s vibe to it, but it, it's, um, but it sounds fresh and, and quite kind of, and really kind of up-to-date as well at the same time. So, um, yeah, it, it's, um, there's a couple of like really blinding tracks on it, um, another one called Take It Easy Mama, which kind of closes out the first side, uh, is, a, is another great track. Wake up and wander in Punch in your car and win Sometimes it feels so hard and sometimes the night's so long When you're working your tired hands to the bone Still working nights and you feel so alone Baby's got enough but she's wanting more Searching for the light but she's close Take it easy, Mama. That's number one, and that's my second track that we'll put on the playlist as well. So yeah, that's my album. Um, yeah, time flies, Lady Hawk. Go and give it a bash. How did you find? How did you find searching through twenty twenty two, dude? Were you all right, or were you like? Hey. Yeah, like I said, uh, for me it was it was fine. I thought there was a, quite a few really cool, good albums out there, but. A lot of them were by artists that I'd already done in previous podcasts. So not necessarily new artists, but definitely new albums I was finding, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it was, I, I found it reasonably easy. I'm, I suppose I'm always on the lookout for something new to listen to. And You've always cool. been funky, man. You've always been ahead of the damn game. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, while you're here, Ian, tell us about your pick. Oh, okay. Listen, um, so uh, I'm sure all our listeners know that, that I'm probably like the most, I'm probably the grumpiest and boringest on the podcast, do you think? But musically, you guys have, what you guys know loads of stuff, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, bit of blues, whatever. You can actually play all this stuff, though, man. Yeah, but, you know, as it comes to reviewing stuff, so I thought, what well, do I just pick an album or, and I, I, I'd like to try and make a serious effort whenever we do anything. So I spent the whole week on Spotify going through albums that have been released in 2022. Holy moly. Yeah, I did. I spent a lot of time, man. I went through heaps. Um, oh, and I just, DH, you're going to hate me, man, but I feel like, I feel like a, just a grumpy old, Bastard, you know, <laughs> I I just struggled, man. I struggled, bro. I I got the best I could come up with was um it was a band called Spoon. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I know Spoon. Yeah, <laughs> and the album's called Lucifer on the Sofa. You heard of that? Yep, yes, I have. It's um not a bad listen. Yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty. It was pretty good. I mean. Uh, Yep, uh, I think Dave's going to play for you now a song called The Hardest Cut. You took off in the dead of night But before you did Got your hair combed right Yeah The neighborhood watch those As you just heard, it's like a real Mark Bolan kind of T-Rexy kind of song with a bit of a shuffle, you know, a bit of a nasty guitar riff. Um, that was, yeah, that was a good song. There was another good song on there called Astral Jacket, which I quite like, which I think he's going to also play a snippet of. Oh, 
Blushes to you casually Blushes to you personally Oh, and if you let it look blink on an eye You can feel so fine You can lose all track of time, time And look blink on an eye You can feel it You can move it like divine That's and that's a, that's a sort of groovy kind of song. Um, what have I written down here? It's sort of song you'd sit down and listen to, and I don't know, maybe drop some acid with a cup of mushrooms. <laughs> it's pretty mellow. It's out there. Uh, it's the album. If you've never heard Spoon, which I haven't, they're actually pretty old. They go they go back to nineteen ninety three. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, no, I saw them that big day out a few, oh gosh, about 2008 or nine, I think it was. Yeah, and they, yeah. they surprised. I thought they were quite quite decent, eh? Oh, but I didn't know they were that old. Otherwise, no. I'd yeah. have probably gone for something a bit newer. But um, yeah, no, they've. It doesn't matter. It's still a new album, eh? Yeah. But I'd, I'd describe the album for the listeners if you want to check out an album that's come out this year and you like, probably like a. Like, <clears throat> a bit more like the T-Rexy sort of style. You know, it's a bit guitar-y, a bit um, razor-lighty, I suppose. It's a pretty good album. It's punchy, fresh. Would it stand the test of time? No. Um, is it just another Starbucks album? Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Wow. <laughs> You know, don't don't hold back. You know, <laughs> you know. it's it's good for a once over, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, I just I really struggled. I wanted to find an album that I really loved, but do you know what I find is missing? Is um the big guitar breaks and the solos? It's not here. They're gone. Yeah. Mm. And I love solos. I like hearing a piano player doing something and a guitarist creating something in a brass section doing stuff. I like musicians doing stuff. It all just seems really produced to me. Mm. Dave, you're shaking your head. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Tell me. What's, what, am I, <laughs> what am I missing? What am I not listening to? Is it my turn, is it? Um, well, yeah. both, both Dave <laughs> Chan can respond to that. <laughs> oh, God, Ian, where do I start? Um, I've got pen look, and paper. <laughs> I think I, I take your point. Um, uh, some of it is like that. But uh, it, it, I think today you need to, because there is so much content out there, because the barriers um, to producing and releasing um, music and albums, um, you know, have by and large gone. Um, you know, thanks to platforms like Spotify and Apple and that, right? Anyone can put their put their stuff up. So it's much harder to sort through the weeds to get to the good stuff, if you like, or whatever the good stuff is. In your in your case, you're talking about sort of 
real instruments with real solos um, and, you know, real musicianship and, and, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. One of the bands that, um, so I really struggled as well. And I looked back at some of my, so, you know, I'm a big Johnny Marr fan, big Smiths fan. Johnny put out an album earlier this year. Um, I thought, great, I'll, I'll review that. You know, you ever been in a situation where you, you're really looking forward to something and then you go and do it and you get there and it's like, oh, that was so disappointing. That that's so, uh, so that's disappointing. Every, that's every Monday night around about this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, it's not quite that bad. <laughs> but Johnny put out, so he put out Fever Dreams parts one to four, which are a sort of a collection of, um, EPs and that he's put out in the past and stuff and, and works he's done demos and stuff and it's it's I didn't want to diss it so I thought I listened to it a few times I read the reviews I listened to it again and I thought I'm not going to diss it I'm going to move on uh, I love I love his work I love what he does and what he stands for but this album's just not me so I like you went looking and I found I stumbled across a neat little Kiwi band called the Beths Nice one, David Chan. Has anyone heard of the Beth? Yes, yeah, they're brilliant. They are. They've um, and and so I'm going. I'm looking forward here. So they've just put out. Um, they've got an album coming out in September, right? Um, and they've just released a single um, ahead of that album, uh, and it's called uh, "Silence Is Golden." Mm-hmm. I'm going to play a little bit now, and it's a a bit of a prelude into their forthcoming third studio album. Um, called Expert in a Dying Field, which comes out, like I said, in September. see them um so this single uh silence is golden um is uh ian i think it's got a bass solo it's got a guitar solo 
what I love about it is their video was done in a garage and they sound like a garage band to start with, but then they get really poppy in the middle. It's kind of, it's got, it's got um, a very delicate use of feedback. So it's not over the top. It's not over engineered. It doesn't sound like there's a click track, you know, um, supporting everything and, and that they're, they're running it all through pro, pro tools and all that sort of thing. It sounds like, because they are real musicians. These are, these are a group of mates that, um, that hooked up at Auckland Uni in around 2014, I think. Um, played together for four years before releasing their debut album in 2018, which was an absolute um, masterpiece. Um, let me just bring up um, that. that in that my defence, in my defence, yeah, they are nearly ten years old. 2014, yeah, yeah, oh, 2018. Yeah. They put out their first album, 2018. So about four years old. Yeah, yeah. That, that, and there's nothing wrong with that, Ian. That he's not. He's yeah. There's a new song, a new album coming. Yeah. So they're putting out the the album in a couple of months. So yeah. So so and this song that I've, you would you would listeners just heard is, is um you can tell it's just really good musicianship. It's there's there's nothing um you know uh, magicked up out of the back of a PC or a laptop um here. It, it does. It sounds like sounds it sounds very um sort of uh if i dare say late 80s early 90s indie out of the states um and mm -hmm. and and very clever lyrics um the song uh, silence is golden is all about um anxiety and sort of um dealing with uh you know just dealing with the world today you know um, they put out their second studio album during lockdown and uh what i love about the uh, the lead singer and and it's a female-led band um liz stokes is that she's as down to earth as you will ever find someone. She she doesn't like talking about herself. If the song doesn't really have a big history to it, she'll just say, um, sorry, there's there's no big story to the song. <laughs> sorry about that. And then she'll just get on and play. It. And and she's sort of struts out there on the stage in um in short in shorts that you would wear on a a weekend tramp in the Tararuras. She, she's so cool, so down to earth, and the music is just really hits you. In fact, I, I think they just let the music talk. There's no, um, uh, what do you call it? There's no theatrical bullshit around, um, you know, jumping around with guitars and being the big guitar hero. None of that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely check them out, mate. Um, I've, two, written I've written yep, it down. The, the, the Beths, check out their first studio album. Came out 2018. Um, I some links in there but um the best definitely recommend it and uh yeah go forth dave h have you heard of them before i have not but oh my it'd be cool to check really? them out oh yeah they're brilliant they're really really good totally rate them cool well that was a really effervescent um review david chan thank you always are mate Oh. It was like that or Johnny Mars album, and you know that, that would be actually quite depressing for me because you know one of my all-time guitar heroes puts out something that I can't really listen to. Oh, you ears. see, it hurts my ears. That's a shame, that eh? I mean, I nearly, I nearly fell into the trap because Martin mentioned Dream Theater, and I like Dream Theater, and I listened to that album, which I'm really glad I did. Have you heard it, the new Dream Theater album? I've heard no, it once. Uh... It's good, man. I mean, they're an awesome band, but you you kind of expect something pretty good from them. It's it's pretty it's pretty um 
Oh, what's the word? Epic. But um, yeah, I was just wanted something. I wanted to hear something out now. Yeah, and that's how I like, feel. Like man. now. Yep. Well, I've got a, a few new things for you all. Um, I don't have a favorite album yet for 2022. Um, so I've picked a few from some albums I'm really rating at the moment um, that have come out this year. Um, the first one is by a band called Wet Leg. And uh, now, I've album, heard of Wet Leg. Yeah, See, from the Wet Isle Leg of Wight. From the Isle of Wight, yeah. Your That's mom. exactly right. Your yeah, mom. your mum is pretty damn good, but we're going to play this sort of breakout song called Shays Long um, now. Chase Longbow Wet Leg, and they're um, a, a funny band, just two two women from um, the Isle of Wight, um, guitar-driven um, indie pop, and yeah, um, they don't take themselves particularly seriously at all, with a name like um, Wet Leg, and Chase Long, which is a hilariously funny song about basically sitting on a long couch um, and really they just wanted something to rock out to and it, they didn't expect that anyone would find it particularly cool but you know what it's just this breath of fresh air bit of fun in lockdown that sort of came out um, and the rest of their album's quite fun as well so I think it's purely just there's nothing serious in it um, lyrics like um, you know, is your muffin buttered? Would you like us to assign someone to butter your muffin? And then, and then, and then the other person goes, excuse me, what? <laughs> and it's just really silly fun with a really cool guitar hook. And um, but they them. have, they have like really taken off, haven't they? They were like the darlings yeah. of Glastonbury and stuff and, and yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. singing along and, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's really quite quite fun, um, and they're going to be opening for Harry Styles um, when he comes to Auckland later this year. Oh, um, yeah, exactly. Do you do you like Harry, Dave H? Not particularly, but you know, I think a lot of his music's quite overrated. But um, I'm scared to say that because a lot of people will probably beat me up for that. But. <laughs> But no, no I, they're not the sort of people that listen to this the podcast. <laughs> no, not here. I'm safe here. Yeah, you are. Ian no, will protect friends. you. Ian, Ian will protect you. He'll rough them up. He's a good. He's a good dancer. I've seen him on. I've seen him on. Um, <laughs> we, we, tick, tick, TikToks. Where's he come from? He's come from a boy band, isn't he? Yeah, One, one Direction. 
Yeah. Uh, I wonder, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll show them which direction to go, one direction <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't mind actually, Harry. Yeah. I quite like him, eh? I think oh, um, he's quite cool. Yeah, I think his music's quite a quite a hit or miss, personally. Like, I, I, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, totally. It's either it's either a like immaculate song that reaches the top of the charts, or it's like elevated music. And there's no <laughs> in between. Actually, I think that's actually really fair. Um, that sign of the time song I thought it was an absolute banger. I thought it was brilliant. Mm. Um. Well, the second um, song I've got is an artist called Mitski. Um, she's from the United States. And um, again, another sort of indie, sort of um, more electronic indie pop, um, I would <laughs> think to say. Um, and the song is called uh, Stay Soft. Open up your heart. So that's Mitski and um, her, <clears throat> I really like her album called Lauren Hell. Um, I think, you know, there's, um, there's some clever, um, clever songs, clever arrangements um, and, and, and some lyrics as well that um, quite sort of meaningful. So I would definitely recommend checking her stuff out. Um, I mean, she's only just sort of come back from, almost like semi-retired and then come back and started playing again and um i saw her at glastonbury as well and um yeah really cool um performance um and the last run is angel olsen and angel olsen is oh she's been around for a while um but she's released quite a country album um now we haven't talked much country on this show before but um, I'm not sure how everyone feels about country music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, right. was my, that was my contribution. All right. Oh, no comment. No I like comment. it. Yeah, I like country, and I'm, I, I used to hate it when I was a kid. Anyway, Angel Olsen has pulled out an absolute cracker of an album. Um, and the song that we've got a snippet of tonight is called, what do I have a name for that one? It's called All the Good Times. Well, I can't be the one to keep holding you back if there's something. Oh 
So the song builds up and builds up and then has this big epic ending. Um, and it's, you know, it's an album of love lost, love gained. I mean, the old classic rock and roll. Well, it should be just about any song, just about any genre. There's always the love lost and love gained. And um, I just think she's got a really unique voice. Um, lots of reverb on it. So it's certainly reflecting an old school sort of sound that she's sort of been going for. Um, and yeah, um, yeah, definitely something to check out. Quite special, Angel Wilson. Um, so yeah, those are my sort of picks at the moment, but other things that have leapt out that I've enjoyed this year and surprisingly was Kendrick Lamar's new album. Um, and I'm, I'm not the biggest hip hop person in the world, but yeah, um, you know, everyone talks about Kendrick. He's a Pulitzer Prize winning, you know, artist or well, no, a writer. And so you check it out. And a lot of the time I struggle with hip hop because there's not enough hooks in a day. But there are actually plenty of hooks and really detailed stories about his life and other things. So um, from a storyteller perspective, um, I've really quite enjoyed listening to his music. Um, and he's even got Beth Gibbons doing a song on it and Beth was in um, Portishead um, people remember Portishead yes indeed yeah. Ian's like no David probably not no. at all not at all <laughs> when we get to 1994 I'll be definitely picking um, Portishead they were, they were big, yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely so yeah suddenly out of nowhere there's this voice of hers coming through and it's like and so pretty, yeah, it's just really choice. So yeah, I totally rate um, totally rate listening to his stuff. Again, very much if you're really wanting to hear some stories, brilliant for storytelling. Um, yeah, and and I thought the music arrangements were pretty good, but you're right, there's in there's sometimes it's missing something, eh? Yeah, I um <clears throat> I don't know. Interesting. We're all in our mid-40s. Uh DH, you're 17. So of all the songs and albums we have reviewed, how many of them did you recognize? I recognized the Kendrick Lamar one, and that was about mm. it. But that's just because it's been a big hit among my age group of people, I'd say. I cut a guy's hair. I'm a barber in the daytime. Yep. So I cut, a, I cut a guy's hair who was 17 on Friday. I've, I've been asking all my teenagers through the week what they listen to mm. and just talking to them about music because I can, right? Yeah. So, and um, I cut this kid's hair on Friday and I said to him, oh, what kind of music are you into, man? And my barber shop's got all rock albums on the walls and Led Zeppelin and all the rock shit yeah. everywhere. And uh, he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, and no, I like music. And uh, I, he said, oh, I'm into D&B. And I said, oh, yeah, okay. So I said, what do you like about it? And oh, I said, have you got any albums? He said, they don't really bring out albums, just singles. Mm. I said, oh, yeah. And then he, I said, what do you like about it? And he said to me, I asked him if it was the lyric or the music or the rhythm. And he said, it's definitely the rhythm. They like to dance. They like to move, which was really good to hear. Do you remember growing up, man? We didn't dance. All this rock stuff came out. We just stood around like gorms, like, oh, I'm not going to dance. You know, like at least kids dance now, man. And they move. Yeah. 
yeah. Oh, Fortnite. Fortnite was the um, Fortnite was oh. uh, you know responsible for a lot of that five six years ago. Like the Fortnite dances yeah. that came out were so cool. I know a couple of good Fortnite dancers myself. Do you? Can you floss? Uh not successfully, but <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't floss. My my, te- <laughs> my, my, my six year old at the time. Spent ages trying to teach me how to floss, and it just embarrassed both of us. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, str- I tried. I struggle with DMB. Are you into DMB, man? DMB's drum and bass, right? Yeah. Uh I'm. I'm not particularly into it either. I don't know. It's That's not something fun. I particularly listen to. Do you find it yeah. like find t- it boring? Well, I was going to say, like, what music do you kind of, you know, we. we you know, you said that you play sax and stuff as well, uh, and your piano. What kind of songs do you do you learn? What 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 kind of inspires you to play? Um, I'd say influenced through random bits of media. I hear something maybe online or on TV, and I'd go, "Oh, that sounds pretty cool," and you know, I'd pick it up and try and learn it. Mm-hmm. Or or my what? piano teacher or other teachers would feed something to me. Like what? When you say that's cool, like what? Like something from a um like you said those shows that you watch like the soundtracks or something yeah um i don't know i can think of a specific example of mm-hmm. what i'm learning at the moment um from a animated show called steven universe and it's supposed to be a kid's show but it has just the most beautiful piano soundtrack I've, that i've, I've heard taught, in a cartoon before i've done a few pieces from steven universe with, with students yeah, uh, yeah. and yeah it, it shocked me when i heard it i was like wow this is really cool <laughs> yeah yeah but, to think that it comes from a cartoon is just like it's yeah. so cool yeah it's very kind of jazzy sounds very kind of sophisticated jazz a lot of it it's it's cool. yeah okay we can we can put a bit on what, what would you recommend we put on for our listeners david um i would say love like you by steven universe yes agreed queuing now awesome and so so that so you're you're and then do you like you've learned a piece or you learned pieces uh, because they've stood out in something you've seen or heard or someone's told you about do you do anything mm. with that like other than play it for the enjoyment does that feed into any other of your sort of musical ambitions um and i don't know using it to influence or inspire your own writing or or, or other things well um I'd say at the moment, no. I mean, I'm mostly focusing on um, music class and NCA performance type mm-hmm. stuff. But I, I've been really thinking about learning all this repertoire and bringing it to maybe like the hospital and playing the piano such there and just performing in those little areas oh, nice. where people can mm-hmm. enjoy them nice. yeah, yeah. in the background. That's cool. I've, yeah. I've, got a, I've got a friend over here. And he plays for a um, uh, he goes and plays for the hospice every week, and he keeps he, he used to offer me the gigs all the time, and I was like, ah man, I just I don't really want to do it. And uh, they were mostly people that suffered with Alzheimer's yeah. and dementia, and he used to say they're the best crowd ever, man, because they forget after you've done that song, <laughs> and you just you only need a set list of about four songs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe I will take the gig. <laughs> That's pretty smart. Ah, 
This is called Box Clever, bro. Box Clever. <laughs> I love how your stories start off kind of serious and we're all buying into it. And then let's go. Every time. Every, every single time. time. Every oh, time we buy man. into it, I'm thinking, what's coming up? And I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Just waiting for that yeah. car crash to happen. <laughs> Yeah, I would say an Alzheimer's those. joke here, but I forgot what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, joke of the week. Good. Yeah, there's lots of dad jokes on this one, eh? Yeah. Hey, Dave, do you write music? Um, at school, yep. Yeah, I write a lot of compositions on um on Sibelius, which is a notation recorder type thing. But at the moment, not particularly, I'd say. More just learning this stuff than doing it, I'd say. Mm. That's cool. And do you, is and is music something you you think you might pursue as a career, or is it something something else? I'd say it's more of a hobby because yeah. a career is just like it's fun, but it's terrible in terms of money. I'd say unless you're really, really, really good. Before he well, before he did really, this really podcast, lucky. more than really more than lucky, good. yeah. I think mm. before before he did this podcast and he saw Martin and myself, he probably thought, nah, not going <laughs> to. Not I'm ended not up gonna... like these fellas. <laughs> not when, I grow up, when, I, when I grow up, I want to be just like Ian. Yeah. <laughs> he's, no, he's like, I'm not going down that road. No, <laughs> but I see, like, I see my teachers in school like that and some of them are a bit arsehole and stuff. So it's like, oh, oh I, I'm one of those as well, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just be told to behave myself. Shout out to you know the what? teachers at Tower the, College. But, yeah. you know, I'm sure people are going to tell you this anyway. But you know what? Just make sure you're enjoying it. If, if you're not enjoying yeah. it, like, what is the point? You know, yeah. in terms of a career, I didn't make music a career until I was like well into my, you know, well, yeah, mid mid thirties before I'd even yeah. thought about doing it as a career, you know, but I didn't stop playing, you know, yeah. I started probably a couple of years, maybe, I don't know what age you were when you started, but I started probably like around 12, 13. And mm. um, yeah, the reason I do it is because I enjoy it. It's because I love it. You know, I love music. Yeah. So yeah, just enjoy it. There's plenty of time to kind of think about careers and shit like that later on. No, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Like, there's a girl at my school. I don't know how she does it, but she's been practicing about eight hours a day piano doing what's the, I forgot what, what it's called. The second university level um, exam for something like that. And she's moving to London uh, at the end of this year for the Royal Trinity music college or something fancy like that. And I have no idea how she does it. Cause if I practice for more than half an hour, I get, get a headache you know i need to take a break have a lie down take a breather yeah it's just not enjoyable at all yeah i mean is that just COVID talking or is that for a normal david that uh a bit of both (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, i I can i can kind of relate to that i mean when i was at uni and i did my music degree i was doing six hours a day yeah Um, i can't say i enjoyed it um particularly uh you know but Definitely now, if I'm lucky, I get six hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Which is much more my, my, my kind of thing. Um, yeah, but I bet she hasn't seen Stranger Things either. So, you know. No. Who's missing out here? Well, exactly. There you That's go. Right. Totally. Yeah, Stranger Things is damn awesome, eh? 
Yeah. yeah. That's certainly one one of my picks, but it's not new for this year um, in terms of movies and TV shows. Mm. Um, <laughs> list, listeners, you've joined us for um, our triple album, Triple Bill, um, with Dave H and the rest of the crew for our half-year review. Um, and, yeah, um, David H doesn't have a camera, so they were just wondering what he looks like. And so awkwardly, I was going to send a photo, but now I'm not because it sounds creepy. It's creepy. So uh, that's creepy. Uh, yeah. Michael Jackson t shirt creepy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the, to the what, what we've been watching and seeing. Um, and I think this is an interesting subject because, um, you know, we've talked about movies in the past and they're like, oh, yeah, we love that movie or from that particular year but movies and tv have sort of changed big time over the last couple of years and i don't watch a lot of movies i haven't watched many this year i don't think i've i think we went to the movies once this year but i can't remember what it was um and maybe it's because i'm a parent um i tell you what mate i am struggling to to adapt back to movies like you binge watch it's one thing to binge watch an entire series of something right in one hour chunks or 45 minute chunks and you can sort of stop right or it leaves you with a bit of a cliffhanger or something but to sit through two and a half hours of marvel just i lose the will to live now and it's maybe because i've been so sort of um you know so accustomed to watching good good quality um streaming shows you know like ones uh what was it the um the obi-wan series recently or uh, mm. and this goes way back to the breaking bads and that you know of the world and and that and it's just i don't know others feeling like that is is yes. it a real marathon to get through to sit through a two and a half hour epic um i suppose going to the movies is still quite fun and novel um because um i me and my wife don't get out that often and it's kind of it's sort of like date night and it could be just about anything we're watching. And I think it's always quite a fun, fun thing. But the desire to go to the movies is sort of less now because it's, I, I think, oh, yeah, I'll just watch this on Netflix. And mm. to be fair, some of the stuff that we've watched this year has been really freaking cool. Oh, and Tons of good television. The problem is what to watch. And we, and we live in a world now like where, you know, it used to be when we were kids. I remember like, you know, if Back to the Future came out, you didn't have to wait like six to nine months before you could watch it on on video, you know. And now mm. it's like the window is like 25 days or something stupid from, from theatrical release to, to be able to see it. So like you say, you know, if you miss a movie at the, at the, at the movies, you just literally wait a month and it's on, on demand. It's, on, it's streaming, so... Yeah, I think that aspect of it has changed, definitely. I don't feel the urgency to go to the movies as much. To see no. I feel like the pressure to watch a movie, especially if like if it contains a major spoiler, is so much more now, since you could actually accidentally stumble upon like mm. a major spoiler of a film. And, yeah. you know, if you wait 25 mm. days, you'll just get spoiled by someone else. Totally, totally. We've talked about this, Glenn. What's your rule? Uh, the you rule, rule is, yeah, we've got a rule at work. Um, and it's pretty fair. Um, we generally have, if it comes up and someone says, oh, I haven't seen it yet, 
And if it's within a month of it being released, we're like honor that um, and go, no, no, that's cool. We'll, we won't. But if they go, oh, I haven't seen it yet and it's after a month, it's like, nah. If you wanted to see it, you would have seen it by now. So, no, that's not our fault. You leave and let <laughs> us come back. <laughs> You're um, not our friend. You're not our friend. You're our friend. But if you really, really wanted to see it, you would have seen it by now. That um, is so that is so timest, man. Uh, not really. But I was on a dating site once and uh the girl the girl the girl had on her because you gotta describe yourself, you know, so I type on there like ruggedly handsome, six foot five, you know, works out, six pack, all the things I'm not. Um I thought you were hair. describing her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> and uh, she put on there. My job does not define me. And I think, oh, that's for, that's one for you, Thurston. You can have that, bro. All right. Okay, yeah. back to David. <laughs> Anyways, Dave, Dave H, what have you liked watching okay. this year, man? Um, I haven't really watched a lot of movies recently. Um, apart from yeah. Thor, watched watched Thor yesterday. What'd you think? I thought it was uh, I thought it was funny, but I thought it was too funny, you know, for a Marvel movie. Mm. I thought there wasn't a lot of serious moments in there, you know. Interesting. Mm. What and about you, David Chen? I see. I, I didn't watch four. I watched the um, the, the Doctor Strange one. Um, oh, and the, yeah. the multiverse. Um, and I've got a massive headache as a result. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! You need kind of a bloody quantum physics degree to understand what the hell's going on in the plot. Yeah, that one was a bit of a mess. I don't like Marvel movies as such now because you got to watch like forty series before them to actually understand what's going on. Totally, totally. And because I binged watched all of those in about two weeks um, <laughs> during lockdown, into yeah. in the whole Marvel <laughs> cinematic universe, into yeah. it was so much fun. But I have no idea which ones which. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's just one lot of oh shit! There's Captain America. Next minute, there's that there's Iron Man, and then some dude rocks on in an ant uniform. Fuck, what's going on? <laughs> a bit of a trip the whole way. <laughs> and then Strange comes along, this this yeah. magic magician conjured guy, and there's uh, a whole backstory to that dude, and a whole lot of lore, uh, L O R E, around his reason for existence which like i said you need a degree in quantum physics to understand because it's so bloody you know when it when it starts to give you a headache watching this thing because you can't follow the plot you know you've got to switch off yeah gotta, yeah yeah i'll give you a bag of mushrooms next time you're up here man and i think it I sounds think like you already had that smoking something to... it'll help you through and, the marvel universe and, <laughs> and look i'm gonna finish off i also tried to watch the batman because someone on our facebook oh. site, a couple of them on facebook site actually recommended the batman and i got halfway through and then lost the will to live it was so slow <laughs> and boring. it was so emo it was so it was emo. very emo well the the, the 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 dude that plays batman is like a is like a um a rebellious teenager it, yeah it's, bruce wayne's got just gone all, all cure on us it's really weird yeah, well, I'm, yeah. Su- I'm surprised he's not a woman by now he's <laughs> a bad woman oh they're already uh, damn my uh my routine because you you get a routine when you get older david h 
And yep. my routine, like when I go to work, you know, I get up and have a cup of tea, go for a poo, go to work. But my my <laughs> in that order, Put your nappies on <laughs> in that order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just yeah. forewarning you, man. I'm just forewarning you. Yeah. But my my evening routine is uh, I come home, I make dinner, and I don't have a partner. I don't know why, but uh, and I. <laughs> come home and I watch I watch, I actually watch a lot of movies because I have a lot of time to myself so I, I sit on the couch with my guitar and watch yeah. movies and so my honest opinion of all the most of the movies I've watched coming out this year I just think they're all shit um, yeah that's it they don't grab me they don't just like what you guys have all said Doctor Strange really like that try to watch it. it was like nah Batman, love Batman, got all the comics, watched it, nah. It's just, I don't, ah, man, I'm just not digging it. 2022, I really want to go see Top Gun, I must say that. Uh, I'm going to go this week. What about what about Elvis? Nah, over it, man. I've what, who wants to watch something about Elvis? You kidding me? Mate, that was our, that was our best Back. show. 57, oh. our best show, Ian. Elvis, Jesus, that was... Like last century, man. Yes. I'm, I'm going to throw one into the mix because um, I watched it um, a couple of weeks ago and I have to say it was my favourite movie of the year so far because it is utterly, utterly insane. And, you know, you talked about the multiverse thing. Well, this does a multiverse thing, but if you think Doctor <laughs> Strange is weird, oh, you, you've not seen anything yet. So the movie's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And, apparently um, that's apparently that's amazing. Well, it's super good. Go super good. see it. Um, it. It's phenomenal. Um, it doesn't make any sense. So don't go in with the preconception that there's going to be some kind of story because there isn't really. Um, to put it in context, um, there is a whole scene in it, and, and somehow they got Jamie Lee Curtis to be in this movie. Oh, okay. now she sends us. Yeah, and Michelle Yeoh, but. But Jamie Lee Curtis, somehow they convinced her to be in a movie where she has like three, her big three scenes in the movie, she has sausages for fingers. <laughs> what? So, uh, and, and that's the level of logic that's at play here. Times are tough um, for Jamie. I'm sure, wasn't I've it your brother that, that, I'm sure your brother wrote something on the Facebook my page. Brother, my brother um, has put it in his top 20 movies of all time already. It's yeah, quite interesting as well. Yeah. I find it quite interesting because the movie was written, you know, camera work, everything done mm -hmm. by three guys who were really good at VFX. Yeah. Yeah. It's a three man it's, team. I think it's quite amazing. It's stunning to watch as well. I mean, it really is. It's just like, it doesn't, you can't get bored watching it because it doesn't hang around long enough to get bored to watch yeah, it. Yeah. There's always something um, going on. Yeah. And it, and it definitely has the best uh, fight scene involving two large 18-inch black dildos you'll ever see. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about I, that one. Two thumbs I, 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 well, have, have you seen a big dildo fight, David? <laughs> Do I want to answer that question? Well, I'm worried for you now. <laughs> well, yeah. since, your since your teachers are listening, you might as well. Yeah. <laughs> No, actually, I have not. <laughs> but what's the film called that you guys are talking about? It's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. 
everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, I've heard only but good things. Yeah. A guy at work saw it with his son. He said, I really enjoyed it, but I have no idea what I watched. <laughs> spot on. Spot on review. Said it was really fun, but I have no idea. Yeah. But it was good to do and good to watch with my son. It was yeah. really wacky. Yeah. Um, uh, apart from that, in terms of telly and stuff, um, yeah, I've been watching all the Marvel stuff. I've been watching Miss Marvel and, and I watched was, Moonlight. That, that's, and... that's my pick, actually, Miss Marvel. Um, hmm. I'm really loving that. And it's. I just really, yeah, it's a breath of fresh air in the whole Marvel thing. It's, you know, not about, you know, generally, you know, rich white guys or anything like that. It's a, it's a superhero set, um, a Muslim superhero. Um, and everyone on the production crew pretty much is. And the stories are really in fact, it's not so much the supernatural stuff that's probably the interesting part. It's the family dynamics yeah. of it, that's been going on um, behind the scenes and the relationships, and mm. um, and to have a sort of a superhero in that type of context is hilarious. And I don't know, we've all liked programs like the Goonies and Kids Saving the Day type thing, and um, to have um, a a, a, a pretty whip smart sort of teenage girl um um being the hero is really really cool yeah i've really enjoyed it i think it's really fun um another one just sprung to mind that i've been watching recently and i'm absolutely loving it i've got to say is uh is actually the new star trek it's it's called strange new worlds and the reason I'm loving it is they've gone back to the idea like the original series of making it episodic. So each episode is a different story rather than having this arc that goes on. And, you know, and again, like if you miss one, it doesn't matter. Um, but I've got to say, like, I think the cast are great. Um, it's really well put together. Um, and there was one episode like last week's episode was actually generally pretty creepy for, for a Star Trek episode. I was like, wow, OK, they're taking this pretty dark and... To, into kind of slightly horror territory here um mm. but it's also it's a lot of fun to watch as well and it does feel like an ensemble cast much like the original it's very much in the spirit of the original star trek um I so i would recommend that as well if you can get the chance to see it. it's on tv on demand you can even watch it for free you don't even have to pay for it <gasps> there you go Do you... i love free stuff yeah we all love free yeah, stuff absolutely do you have to be a do you think you have to be a Star Trek fan? No, because it's not. Um, although it links into the other stuff, it's it's not Kirk and and that crew. Although Spock is in it, a different Spock to what we probably know. But uh, it's set prior to it, just prior to it actually. Um, and as a result, it's like starting afresh. It's like completely new. Um, so yeah, I would recommend it. Give it a try. I think you might enjoy it. Are there Klingons on the starboard bow? No. <laughs> Does it involve the captain always ending up in a fist fight? No. Do you remember that song? Uh, yes. No, no, we're uh, not going there, Ian. No, 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 no. It's gone. Snip. Actually, David, question for you. At school, <laughs> what's, what's more talked about? Television series out there, the you know, the Stranger Things and the likes or movies of the day? Oh, depends on when it comes out and yeah. depends on how popular it is at the time. Um, yeah, you know, when you're sat in lockdown, <laughs> trying not to get 
<laughs> done in by drive-by shootings or whatever in Tar. Like, well, I suppose what yeah. are you, have had it. Yeah. yeah. What are you guys talking about? Um, mostly, I don't know. It's such a tricky time as well because um, with TV shows, everything gets released at the same time, so everyone's at different areas of a TV show, so they can't really talk about something at a ah. risk of spoilers. So I get one yeah. released every week because then you've got something to look forward to. Yeah, and, it's and frustrating, yeah. but yeah. I do like that something to look forward to to next week. Mm. And then talking about what's what's coming, and we had that with Game of Thrones. David and introduced yeah. us to it, and it was bonkers. Um, and I think it was more the actual. Now looking back on it, um, I probably enjoyed that part more than the actual show itself. Yeah, and I think having all of it released at the same time really kills the conversation because you you ask where someone's up to, and they say like episode three, and you finish the whole series, and it's like, oh. Well, now I can't talk about anything about it. Totally, totally right. That's so true. Yeah, imagine doing that on a date, eh? Oh. <laughs> like, do you like Stranger Things? Yeah, I love it. Have you seen the latest series? Oh, I'm only up to episode two. Oh, that's see killed, That, that mm. kills that conversation for, yeah. you know, we'll have to move on to the next one. Next date. Yeah. <laughs> next. <laughs> next. <laughs> It's okay, we're, next. We're obviously not, not compatible. You're <laughs> <laughs> still at season two. Sorry. Jeez. Rookie. Yeah. Never going to work yeah. out. What about like things like Squid Game, right? Because that would seem to kind of like oh. come in just a flash and like went yeah. nuts, like stratospheric. And now it's like they, they're talking about doing a season two or whatever. And like, who cares? Well, it seems to yeah. be, it feels a bit like that. I mean, is Old that news? Okay? It- yeah. Everyone has such a short attention span now where it's like you just move on in 20 seconds once the next bigger, cooler, and shinier thing comes along. Mm. So it's like everyone's forgotten about Squid Game, you know? There's, yeah. there's Stranger Things and Thor and, and everything like that. Mm. Was it always like that, guys? I think it probably was, wasn't it? Um, I don't think it was quite so thick and fast in terms of stuff coming out, you know? No. Because no. like we, it used yeah. to be like we get the summer blockbusters and you get like two or three big movies over the summer and then you'd get like a couple of Christmas and then you'd have some TV stuff in between. It's kind of how I kind of remember it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Attention spans are definitely shorter and um, and fads, the, the, the cadence, whatever you call it, of, of fads is just... It's, it's on steroids now compared to when we were that age. Like um, a trend. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They just come and go. They're fleeting, aren't they? Yeah. I think the issue is, well, one TikTok, you have 15 second videos. You can just scroll for endless amounts of time and, you know, video after video, there's just endless streams of content. And the issue is there's so much content as well, mm. where it's just like there could be multiple fads going on at once and, People forget about one and move on to another. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Mm. Yeah, I'm, oh, hopefully yeah. we don't end up a fad. Well, we're the, we're, we're the counter-fad. Yeah, we are counter-fad, right. yeah. All right. If you get people that listen with Alzheimer's, 
You have infinite amounts oh. of viewers. <laughs> totally. As long as I can remember how to access us. <laughs> and we're available, listeners, on all good platforms where you find great podcasts. Yeah. Even, like, we, unless... even we can't remember the name of the podcast, so it's fine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Totally true. What are you doing there, Ian? I, I'm... Um... <laughs> Even in even ritual, he talked just, about it earlier again. Just checking out, just checking out, just checking out, checking out my TikTok, making it short. Still, still there? Is it still there? It's, it's still there. Thank God for that. Yeah. Well, um, I think we're coming to the end of the show. Please, please. To think about his 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 evening rituals. Um, I am. Um, I yeah. just really, I'm really. The, I think the over the last year, yeah, definitely the last year, I've really become happy in myself at the age I am. You know, like right. um, mm-hmm. and and you got to remember, you got to remember, I, I cut people's hair during the daytime, right? Yeah. And I see a lot of people like all day, mm-hmm. all ages, old, retired, young, kids. So I get to know, and I talk to everybody. Yeah. So I get to know them quite well and how they work. And that's made me feel more comfortable in myself being the age I am because uh, I love being old school. So I love it when things are slowed down. I love it when I have to plug in a guitar and, and work something out. And I love slow Things should be slower. Yeah, the world's going too too fast, and uh, I definitely speed agree. is good. Yeah, that's good, man. Yes, speed fast things are good, but slow things are better. You can learn more, mm. and you can, you know, you need to have the slow with the fast. You need to have, you know. Yeah, you can't really like soak it in as much if you're just constantly mm. moving. Yeah, that's right, and I see that the social media. Like I'll talk to kids. Well, I, I call them kids. I talk to say 13, 14 year olds mm. and they sit, they sit in my chair for 15 minutes and the, the diverse conversation I'll have in 15 minutes with a teenager is huge. Mm. Well, I talk about man, I don't know, 10 different things. Yeah. Uh, if you compare that with an adult, we'll talk about one or two subjects and you know it's quite interesting how that works but yeah i I worry a little bit i hope that your generation learn off our generation to slow down yeah or to to enjoy things like what martin said to enjoy that's that's a really important word eh? enjoyment yeah Mm, big word man and maybe we need to learn to speed up (laughs) (laughs) yeah come on sum it up then (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, the, gets oh, the point yeah. come on Ian it's the vibe man the vibe is the... <laughs> oh dear alright hey thanks David um, Dave H um, for joining us tonight no, you're for the half year review eh? yeah, could I just have could I just quickly shout out one of my friends they've just released new music on Spotify and I, oh, I think nice. it's quite good go for it yeah um, the, the band name's Two Thirds, and they've just released their first single um, called Reimbursed. Um, and I think it's quite cool. One, two, ah, just, ah.
Spotify and TikTok and Instagram, I believe. Awesome. Two thirds is that spelt? T W O T H I R D S. Oh, just proper spelling. Easy. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and next week we've got David Chan hosting the show. What have you got for us next week, David? Oh, next week. So um, I thought with the whole Kate Bush thing happening at the moment. Waiting for a reaction out of Ian. Oh my God, Jesus! Don't do this to me. We all, we all must have a favourite game. <laughs> Can't even say it. Oh, we all no, must... we all don't. <laughs> David's cracked himself up. He's no, we all don't. Through this. <laughs> Come on, David. Breathe, <laughs> breathe, breathe, David. Get professional. I need a cold towel. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. This is not going where you think it's going. So, with the um, revival of Kate Bush, some thirty or forty or fifty or hundred years after she releases uh, "Running Up That Hill," um, I thought, what better <laughs> a topic to choose than what if that album and, oh, movie, sorry. and movie came out today? So, what we're going to do next week is we're going to pick an album in a movie from our from our um, growing up years. Mm-hmm. Take, take it from the 80s or 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to do a bit of a um, thought experiment on this. What if that album and movie came out today? But to make it a bit interesting, I thought mm-hmm. I thought Martin can do Glenn's. Glenn's can do Martin's. And Ian and I will swap. So I'll choose... I'll choose a movie and a and an album from my youth that meant something to me. Um, give it to Ian, and he's got to do a bit of a review. If that came out today, would it would it be any good? Would it okay. still stand up? Ian's shaking that's a, his head. That's an interesting don't choose Kate Bush. He, he's, he's going, don't you give me Kate? Well, you don't know give it's me Kylie Kate Bush. Kylie and Jason that? from '91. <laughs> I, I would. Hey, I could do Kylie, but not Kate Bush, bro. Don't give me Kate right. Bush. Well, that's a really interesting challenge. Okay. Yeah. Right. Martin, like I'll be in mm. I'll be in touch. I'll give it some likewise. I'll ponder it and um I'll there will be I'll much pondering it. on this one, I think. Yes. Yes. Oh, very good. Challenge accepted, David. Nice. Yeah, sounds good. All yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Um well, thank you very much, listeners. Um, if you have some comments about 2022, chuck them up on our Facebook page. And again, thanks, David H, um, for yeah. joining us. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very, very much. much for having me. Great Been having a pleasure. You on the show. All thank right. Thanks, Dave. Have a good thanks. night, everyone. Very good. If I could.
begin to be half of what you think of me. I could do about anything. I could even learn how to love. When I see the way you act, wondering when I'm coming back. I could do about anything. I could even learn how to love. I could do about anything. I could even learn how to lie. 